Yo, what up, it's Austin. In this episode, we bring in a guest to go over some of the news around the NBA, followed by our Rising Stars predictions. I think it's a good pod with some decent back and forth. Hope you guys enjoy. What's up, guys, and welcome to Floor Generals, the podcast where we try to get Danny Green on the show. With me today, of course, is my co-host, as always, Ryan. How you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. You? I'm I'm doing pretty good, too. Uh, it's a tough episode to research for, but we got it done. And with yeah, us today, we brought in our great friend and owner of one of the cutest tortoises in the world. We got AJ Leno. How you doing, bro? Uh, I'm good, man. I'm good. How are hey, you? Hey, Frank. It's good, man. It's good. We all it's an honor to be here. It's an honor. I'll tell you that. All right. All right. That sounds good. Sounds all good. All right. Uh, take it away, Austin. Yeah, and uh, of course, in Floor General's fashion, we've done this for the past few episodes. We've got guests on. We like to introduce them properly and ask them some questions. So, AJ, how did you get into basketball, and what is your favorite team, and who is your favorite player? Oh, my gosh. Okay, that's, a, that's an interesting question. I'll give you that. Um, how did I get into basketball? Honestly, like, it was just elementary school. You know what I'm saying? Like, at recess, man, like that's all we did. You know, someone brings out like a basketball, you just play. Literally, right. like I wasn't nasty in like the fifth grade or nothing, but like you know, obviously, like start somewhere. You know what I mean? So you think you could beat me? I'll body you, fam. Nah, I don't know, bro. I'll I post you up like Jokic, bro. You, you can't take this, dude. Ooh. Uh, it just got that deep range, that Damian Lillard deep range. I seen him. I was in his gym class. I seen him shoot, bro. I, I was. Oh, yeah. I would swat that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll swap that thing, dude. I'll swap that ball. I remember that still. All right, all right. Favorite team, team though? Man, like, I'm going to be straight with you. Like, I'll, I'll go on, uh, like, growing up again. But, like, yo, growing up, man, I love Clippers, man. But, like, you can't say that no more because everybody's like, oh, you're a bad guy. bro. Like, you can't say that no more. That's why, like, obviously, I still rock with Toronto and stuff. But, like, yo, I've always <laughs> loved the Clippers, like, ever since, like, Lob City and stuff. And, like, favorite player, like, I got to... Chris Paul, bro. I love him. Right. I love him, bro. All right, I'm pretty sure you like the um, like his commercials too. His insurance. Yeah, fire. <laughs> <laughs> fire. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, that's that's good. That's good. All right, uh, Austin. Let's hit uh, fast break news. Oh, that's cool. Cool. Yeah, yeah, we just started it. It's fast break news. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> let me go straight into the first topic today. Uh, first, quick shout out to LeBron James passing Will Chamberlain for third in all time field goals. Mm-hmm. The King at 36 years old, still dominating the game as always. There's yes, no sir. problem. Yep. Uh, let's, let's go to the first topic. Bradley Beal and Russell Westbrook go off to beating the Wizards. Wait, sorry, my bad. Beating the Nets, 149 to 146 in regulation. Two sides to look at this. First off, congrats to the Wizards, who have needed that win for the longest time. And wouldn't you say it's quite concerning for Brooklyn? Because they obviously need the defense. Uh, Wizards now sit 14th in the East. And despite comments from Beal stating he does not wish to be traded, Will Washington respect his request and try to make Washington a playoff team? And what does Brooklyn need as of right now? And give a suggestion of what you think should be done. Austin, let's take you off first. All right, so with Washington, when Beal signed that extension, uh, they made a promise to Beal to, if if they're going to trade him, they would trade him to a destination he would want to go. 
But since Beal doesn't want to trade, I feel like they would stand by that decision. I, I don't feel like they're going to do Beal dirty. You know, Beal, he came from ground up with John Wall. They both have this kind of loyalty kind of mindset. And I feel like the Wizards also want to stick around with him. So I feel like they're they're not going to trade him in any way. Oh, good. All right. All right. AJ? Um, honestly, yo, I completely agree with that. Uh, not only that, but, like, just how pivotal of a player that Bradley Beal is. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, he's just that good. Like, like, look, I like Russ, and I believe in him, like, completely. But it's like, you need you need Bradley Beal, too. And I feel like, obviously, if he wants to get traded, they trade him to a team that he'd want to go to. But I feel like as of right now, yeah, it's, like, amazing that, you know, keep him. All right. I kind of have a, a, a little different view. Because uh, John Wall was, like, a wizard for life type of player before he got traded, right? And uh, they kind of did him dirty that like that, just trading him for Westbrook in my mind. Like it, it's working out for both of them kind of right now, but it to me they kind of did Wall a little dirty just by trading him. Eh. They like they so didn't have I, the same love for for Wall as they did for Beal. I, I mean, like, cause his contract was kind of bad too. Sure, I guess. Right, but like it's. I still feel like uh, it when uh, when the trade deadline gets closer, they will be shopping him just like low key. Oh, you think we're gonna, you're gonna do him sly like that? They're gonna do yeah. him like that? Are you serious? Oh, I don't know. I don't yeah, think. I, no way. I no feel way. Like I might pull that. And uh, yeah. Uh, what about Cleveland's? And uh, not Cle- Oh my God, I'm messing up with names today. Uh, what Slacking about Brooklyn's? Uh, I'm lacking. What about Brooklyn defense? What do they need? Uh, you're already kind of answer this question you said they need a center and that's what they need i mean we said this last pod I, I, it was the last part it was a part with greg where deandre jordan he can only do so much you know and they just need a center now there's been rumors that uh andre Drummond is gonna get a buyout you know like executives think he's worth a second round pick which is well, it's kind of crazy to hear that but if this buyout gets done then i feel like they could de- get deandre but other than him you know they could look for some trade targets you know maybe like wendell carter jr from the bulls maybe Okay. You know, he comes oh, back in time yeah, for the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they just need a center for 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 my eyes. For defensive reasons. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm like, uh, but I, again, I'm gonna disagree with you on here. This is the last year Andre Drummond is gonna be making like what is it, 28 million? Like within this, if he gets a buyout, there's no way he's gonna get that money again on the market. So I'm saying, so I'm saying he gets traded elsewhere. Oh, so where do you think he's gonna get traded? Where yeah, where do you think he's going? I I uh, I found a cool app today on the App Store called NBA Swap, and I was just playing around with it. I made a trade from Andre Drummond to Toronto. Oh if, the, if the Raptors want to make <laughs> the playoff season, what was the trade? The trade? I had a second round pick with. Norman Powell, Aaron Baines, Patrick McCaw, and Terrence Davis. That's a lot for. That's for, fat. That's a wow. That's a pretty big load for, that, for Andre yeah. Drummond. Dude. Yeah, the contract's got a match. Contract's got a match. So, I mean, to think about, will he really like help, like in a serious way, to ever give up Norm and Terrence Davis? I, I know that Norm is a he's like a trade asset. He's like on the trade block, but like. I kind of want well more than Drummond, you know. He's kind of a liability on on both yeah. ends if you don't put him in the right system. I mean, he could get a board though. He does get bored. That's a bad man. Well, it's Nick Nick Nurse we're talking about, so I'm pretty sure he can work up some magic. 
That's true. You know, get him the the corner threes. You know, he said he's been working exactly. on it. He's gonna become a three point specialist for us. That's facts, bro. Yeah. All right. So uh, regarding Brooklyn, I think that's it. Just defense. No one else you can name. Yeah, just give give their guys that play good more minutes. Like Bruce Brown, he he played like what sixteen minutes last game. Then he gave him more minutes. And other than they that, they're looking fine. Too, so. Yeah. We got jumping, so that's pretty. That's, bro. that's deep. No, no, don't, don't, don't bring up Sean, man. Come on, dude. <laughs> what, what's he gonna do? <laughs> he got them Hennessy discounts. That's what they got him, dude. Oh, <laughs> I cut his hair though. All right, moving on to the next topic. Even though last week, Austin, you remember we and uh, the two of us we discussed with Andre about uh, uh, all stars, right? Right. And then uh, we talked about who would get picked, who gets snubbed, etc. And we did it for fun because a week ago, no one really knew whether there was going to be a game at all since the whole COVID thing going on. You've heard of it, right? The COVID thing? Mm, What's what's this COVID thing, dude? What? what? Uh, It's at the tip of my tongue, but uh, something something serious happening right now. Whatever. But uh, the league announced on Thursday that they would host the 2021 All-Star Game in Atlanta on March 7th. Do you think it's a good idea? Just for context, uh, Kings guard De'Aaron Fox thinks, and I quote, I'll be brutally honest, I think it's stupid. LeBron James himself has also said he has zero energy for the event. Uh, can, I, can, I take, can I take this one? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Alright, listen. I love the All-Star game. Like, I always, like, it's it's a great way for, like, players to, like, just rest up, you know, interact with the fans and stuff. You know, it's really fun. But the thing is, like, that that's, you know, that, that's, like, a big part of it, the fans and stuff. And when you have no fans, it's kind of kind of dull, you know? Like, obviously, like, that's one aspect of it. Another aspect is the whole, like, COVID situation, you know what I mean? Bringing, like, all that people there in one place. I feel that's kind of dangerous, if I'm being honest with you. But, like, I feel like just the main point of All-Star Weekend, interacting with the fans and having all that fun, like, I feel like, you know, it's, it's just not the same this year because of, like, all the regulations and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I'd love it for it to happen, just, you know, just COVID, you know what I mean? And just, we, we can't, like, fans can't actually go there. Like, you're just watching on TV. Like, it's, it's not it's not what it is, you know what I mean? It's not the same. It kind of feels like they're, the they're doing it for the money, you know? It's like, they, yeah. they lost a lot of money, so they're like, you know what, we got to do this game. It's going to bring them some kind of revenue. So it's it's kind of shameless from the NBA's part, but I feel like with the investors and stuff, they kind of they kind of forced to do it. It wasn't really their choice. Like I wouldn't call it stupid, but I just I just feel like you know like it's it's, it's reckless. Not the same. Yeah. It's yeah. Very reckless. Yeah. But like, <laughs> I also don't uh, like if there is no All Star game, I don't mind it either because yeah. it's just for the safety of the players as well. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Austin. Yeah, I mean, Le- LeBron was talking about it. He just came off of a finals win. In a few weeks, he has to play the an NBA season again. And now he has to play the All-Star game. I mean, it's it's a tough season for the guys that came off late last year. So Definitely. it's kind of unfair for them. It's also unfair for the guys that are trying to stay healthy and stay safe from the virus. Now they all have to travel to one area. And if one person gets the virus there, it's, you know, like, You're that's awesome. a lot of your stars getting the virus, too. So it's pretty reckless. I don't really like it either. And I agree with Fox and LeBron. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Uh, yep. Yeah, uh, so I guess we're all on this, on this side. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, one more. One more. Uh, final fast break news topic. I think we're gonna like this one. Fred Van Vliet goes off. Yes. Oh my God, yeah, bro. The man scores fifty-four points, a career high, franchise high, 
and most ever by an undrafted player. So, Mr. Bet on Yourself, really out here making a case for an Eastern Conference All-Star. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I wasn't even watching this and game. And let's just also, I'm going to propose this question right now. Who do you guys think is the best pure scorer right now in the NBA? So, three-way scorer such as dunking, driving to the lane, pull-up, mid-range, or three-point shot. Who do you think is the best pure scorer right now? You know, the, the there's only one answer to this, but after I kind of want to elaborate on it, like another guy, I don't know who that guy is yet, but it's the main guy, that one guy, it's Kevin Durant. You know, he's mm-hmm. he yeah. can just pull up over anyone. He can Kevin pull up Durant. over, he can shoot over Patrick Ewing. He can shoot over Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. It doesn't matter. He just kind of hezzy, pull up. Mid-range, pull up. In the lane, yep. he just dunks on you. It's it's not fair, dude. It's just not. No, this guy's seven foot, and he's he's shooting like Steph Curry. It's it's, yeah. <laughs> it's not fair at all. Right. So yeah, yeah, and, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, if you guys didn't know, KD and Fred VanVleet had the same career highs in points at fifty four apiece. Ooh, that's a problem. So, what the hell? Yeah, I didn't know. So that, in my opinion, makes a pretty good case for Van Vliet to slip into an, a reserve spot. Don't you think? Yeah, you know what? I, I feel like he could just come over a guy like Hayward. You know, like now that the Raptors, it looks like they're on track. You know, they're kind of coming in the win column a bit more, right? Yeah. yeah, I feel. I feel like Van Vliet. If he's if if anyone's gonna make it on the Raptors, he's gonna be the guy. Yes. Yeah. I like it. I like it. I like that. Oh, did you um, know that he's he's a like for fantasy, he's the number bro, one rated point guard right now. Bro, hundred and three that night. Oh my yeah. god, dude, he he's the Play best there. point guard in in fantasy right now. Can you believe that he's ranked number one? That's insane, dude. Yo, Lanera knew what she was doing. Yo, Alaya, she knew, she knew, bro, she knew. He he went thirteenth, and we were all like, "What is she doing, man? Like, what is what is she doing in, in this league?" And then she just goes crazy. With everyone else, dude. Like, she drafts, like, three other guys early, and then they, they, they also turn out to be good. It makes no yeah. sense. Oh, my God. Good picks, yo. Good picks. Honestly, yo, she's, good picks, she's got, like, some... <laughs> she, can, she can look into the future or something. Honestly. <laughs> yeah. All right. That, that is it for our Fast Break news today. Um, any final thoughts on any of our topics, guys? Mm, I mean, okay, I'll kind of go back to, to the pure score. I feel yes. like with Durant, like he's kind of like in general the, the most like the three way scorer kind of guy. I feel like I feel like Dame maybe should get some for the guards. You know, Dame maybe. Oh yeah. Or Kyrie yeah. even. I feel like they should yeah. get some some yeah. consideration in this best pure scorer because they just kind of get buckets whenever they feel like it. You know. That's also oh, yeah. true. But like you can't deny the the skill set KD possesses. It's just crazy. Yeah, like I mean, he can yeah. shoot over anyone. It's, it's not fair. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I was KD. <laughs> Okay, okay. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, let's move on to our main topic today. I hope we all did our homework. So, today's topic we will be covering rising stars. So, Austin, yes. let's have you explain what the rising stars game or, or exhibition game is. You know, Ryan, why do I have to explain everything? Oh, come on, <laughs> okay, okay. Rising stars, it's, it's one of these all star, you know, uh games that are played where a bunch of the rookies and sophomores, you know, they, they combine into a team of two, uh, two teams of, what is it, 13, I think? Well, we're doing 10. And they play each other, basically. But recently, uh, what the NBA has done is they've kind of split into uh, Team USA versus Team World just because the amount of talent that comes from the world, it, it, it's insane. But uh, this year, it might be a bit different. Agreed. Yeah, I had a 
tough time doing teamwork. Yeah, it's yeah. Ins- insanely yeah. tough time, man. I had to uh, so, so, do you guys just want to get Team World over and done with? Because I don't know what to say about them. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> let's, let's do that. All right, AJ, let's hear your yeah one of yours. One of them? Uh, for now, for now, we'll go down the list and we'll just listen to who you got. All right. Uh, I'll tell you one. Uh, one of them that I got right now is uh, I got Rui Hachimura. No, yes, from the Yep. Obviously, like, yo, he, what is he right now? He's averaging, like, 13, 5, and 2. Uh, his frame is, like, amazing, first of all. Um, I think he was even compared to Kawhi Leonard for one at one point. Yeah, he was, he was. Yeah, like, his frame is, like, amazing, you know what I mean? He's a, he's a good physical player. He's good inside. Like, honestly, like, I feel like he deserves, obviously, to be one of the rising stars. You know, he's, he's, he's on the come up, you know? And Austin, uh, representation... I don't know if that's. You. I don't know if that. Are you just gonna you. keep making names? You just gonna keep making names about this Asian representation? Well, I, I'm just saying, Re is Japanese, and you gotta give credit to the Japanese big man. I mean, I said I, I'm not saying I didn't. I mean, he's in my starting lineup, and I, he does deserve the credit. You know, I mean, he is yeah. kind of being. He's the same kind of guys last year, but you know, he's on a team with West, with Westbrook, so you can't expect too much from him. Mm-hmm. But he's been playing well. Yeah, he has been he playing well. Yes. For sure, and for sure. I have him. I have him as well. So that's that's good. That's good. AJ next. <laughs> next, all right. Obviously, I gotta go with the Canadian man himself, RJ Barrett. Yes, know? sir. Yes, sir. Currently averaging a seventeen six and three. Um, what is he like six seven? He's a big guard, and he's he's honestly very athletic. Uh, he's he's pretty good in transition, and he gets most even though he gets most of his shots at the rim. Like I feel like his shot is still like, pretty alright. I still think he needs to improve his three ball, but obviously like the Knicks, like when they drafted him, like they they, they knew what they were doing. Yeah, and, go, and, yeah, and talking about RJ Barrett, you know, like yeah, he, he his percentages are, are are pretty trash. You know, forty three percent from the field, yeah. twenty seven from three, two turnovers. He's, he's kind of just like he got the keys and he's just shooting the ball whenever he feels like it. You know, if you watch the like, Knicks games, it's just him shooting. You know, that's that's pretty much yeah. all it is. But see, like, I feel like one of those things, like, okay, think about what kind of team the Knicks is, like, their front office, like, yeah, like, you know, you made a good pick, but just in general, like, coaching staff and stuff like that, I feel like he doesn't have the tools that are available to him, you know what I mean? I get what that you makes mean, sense. Yeah. The, the, the game plan is, further. yeah, the game plan is just Julius Randle and RJ Barrett, as all yeah. the game plan is, so I don't blame him for the bad percentages. Like, I feel like if you were to put him on a better franchise with better, like, coaching staff and stuff like that, like, obviously, like, he could shine amazing. Like his his potential is like, so high. Yeah. You know? I mean, like, yeah. To uh, to to add on, I think Thibodeau uh, having him as his head coach as of right now, that was a good mm-hmm. choice by the Knicks because uh, he's actually improved on defense as well. And yeah. uh, let's talk about. Uh, I'm just going to add in about his uh, finishing. Uh, I think in his rookie year he did not do that well near the rim, but this year he's been getting the and He's doing good. He's yeah, he's, to he's aggressive. Line, he is aggressive this year, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So uh, he makes my starting lineup for uh, Team World as well. Yeah, for sure. All right, Austin, let's move on to you. Yeah, so you know this guy's on my fantasy team. You know he's he's kind of balling this year. He started off slow. Uh, it's Brandon Clark. You know, for the Memphis yes, Grizzlies. Yes. Yes. Now, yes, with yes. Triple J out and with Valanciunas, you know, after some games too, he's been kind of shining. He's playing, you know, over 30 minutes a game, uh, averaging 13, uh, 13, 6, and 2, which is, you know, it's not the craziest numbers, but for the role he plays, he's a lob man for John Morant. And his three ball has regressed a bit, but it's really the defense and the stuff that you don't see uh, on the stat sheet that really shines with him. You know, he's a high energy guy. 
He looked. He chases loose balls. He just. He's a. He's a very high energy player, and he deserves this starting spot for Team World. Definitely, he's been thriving with these starting role guys out, and um, yeah. uh, I, th I would say he's a big part to why the Grizzlies are fighting for a playoff spot right now. Yeah, he's one of their main guys for sure. Yep, that's good. I have him off the bench, but uh, I can. Uh, I agree with him being on Team World. This, this. How do you have him this? off the bench, dude? What? Nasty, bro. Bro, he's going crazy this year. What you yeah, talking about? Crazy, dude? dude. Bro, I'm just gonna add in my my uh, replacement for him. Like in my terms, I have Lou Dort. Okay. Oh, yeah. Lou Dort at yeah. power forward. Okay, okay. Yeah, Lou Dort, small ball, you know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> small all right, ball. All right. Small all right. ball. Okay, okay. I see what you mean. Okay. I have Lou Dort because I love what he's been bringing to the table for the Thunder. Uh, only 21 years old, averaging 12, three and. 12 and 3 um and this this guard's living a real life in my career like you know yeah you know okay. yeah he, he's yeah, shown yeah. us what he can offer on like um at, during the playoffs you you saw him last year and um i think he's going to be a great uh starting piece for the thunder in for years to come yeah and watching these okay. thunder games i mean he, he he's really aggressive this year i mean when i saw him in the playoffs i thought he was you know, standstill, three-point shooter, you know, uh, three and D kind of guy. But, I mean, this year, it's like a completely different kind of guy. I'd never seen this kind of loot door. He's attacking the rim. His shot, it looks really awkward, but it goes in this year. He's shooting 37%. <laughs> it's and like I said, his v he didn't get enough VC yet, but he'll fix it up. Facts, facts. He'll fix that up. Maybe he'll become, you know, a bit more smoother. But he's he's very aggressive this year. And he looks intriguing as a, as a piece going forward. You know, he could be their starting two guard for sure. Yo, he's on a really team-friendly deal. He's, like, making... Over a million a year. Yeah, very team-friendly deal. Yeah, and team -friendly. It's perfect Super for them. And AJ, let's end it off on your final, or like, who you think should be on the starting five. On the starting, honestly, like, I don't have a center for you, but I have another forward, all right? Okay. I think y'all know of uh, Danny of Dia. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yes. Um, So, obviously, right now, like, I don't, he's, he's not playing, like, super crazy. Like, I think he's averaging, like, 7-1 right now. Or 7-4, I mean. Um, yes, he's, he's pretty good size, you know, he's a pretty good passer too, a uh, good player in the paint, but like, I feel like just the one thing, like, I would just add to him just to make him like even better, he just needs to put on some muscle, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? But he, other than that, like, he's, he's a good player, he's a good passer, he, he, can, he can get you a bucket, it's just right now, like, I think he's coming off injury too, right? Yeah, they're not giving him the ball injured. as much either, so. Yeah, yeah right. Which is understandable. Get some signs out there. But yeah, I feel like you know he's still like honestly like he he, he still has potential to grow. Obviously, like it's only like still starting out. Still potential I just to grow. Feel, I feel like before uh, when the Wizards drafted him, they didn't expect to get Russell Westbrook, and in a way, kind of stunted his development. You know, just kind okay. of yeah. Just yeah, yeah no. Russ is a very ball dominant player, and yeah. you have to transition uh, Denny into a more uh, catch and shoot three and a three guy now. So which yeah, which he can do, but it's not his strength. Yeah. I mean, he's shooting 46%, so, hey, it might be a strength. I mean, yeah, that's true. He's getting buckets, yo. Get your bucket. But, yeah, respect uh, for putting him on a starting lineup. Yeah, man. All right, Austin, let's move on to the next guy you got. Yeah, so I want to I wanna go to the center right now. It's a tough spot for the world centers, but, you know, for me starting, it's not the most prettiest player, but it's, it's Precious Achua, who was drafted yes, this sir. year. Yes. When Bam was out, yes. yeah, he was getting a lot of the minutes when Bam was out, and he was looking pretty impressive. You know, he kind of went up against Embiid and kind of, you know, bullied him in a way. Only seven points, only five rebounds. 
But for the minutes he's getting in 15 minutes a game, it's not bad. And he look he's looking pretty good. And you know, I gotta say the Heat have some pretty decent young players. Even Casey Okpala, Chris Silva might have some potential. I really I really like what the Heat has been Heat have been doing with this year. I don't know about you guys, but Achua gives me like Montrose Harrell vibes, like a like a yeah. high energy guy off yeah. the bench, you know. Yeah, yeah. And I can see him as uh, having that role in the future as well for the Heat. Just oh yeah, just hyping it up for everyone, making sure everyone brings their A game. Okay, all right. Um, yeah. Uh, you guys don't mind if I add another player in? Go ahead, man. All right. I don't know if it's going to be controversial or not, but I do have Matisse Thybul. No, nothing wrong with oh. that. He's a rising star. Okay. Right? Yeah. Uh, okay, so I know the Aussies are averaging like three points and one uh, like one rebound and everything is like nothing. But uh, he doesn't contribute much on the offensive side, yes. But on the defensive side, this guy's a monster. I think a few nights ago in Indiana, uh, they didn't have him beat that night. But this guy came out with four steals and two blocks in the fourth quarter. Uh, I don't know. He he keeps this up. He's going to be an Australian uh, Tony Allen for them. Yeah, I gotta say with Tybal, uh watching the Sixers games, he he has a lot of deflections. I mean, he has a knack yeah. for the ball. He kind of like every time the ball's passed around, he's like he's like right in front of the guy. He always tips it around, and I feel like if these tips kind of that steals, he would probably have like ten steals a game. I gotta say, he he's he's a hawk with the ball. All right, all right, that sounds good. Um, let's move on to AJ. Who do you have next up for Team World? All right, listen. This is gonna be a little controversial, all right? You're probably gonna disagree, honestly. Like I'm a little iffy on it myself, but uh, Seku Dumbuya. Hey! Right. Oh, man. Here we go. All right, listen, he's not playing amazing right now. He's averaging like four points, two rebounds. Okay, I get it. I get it. But listen, all right. Just recently, he was able to score like 23 and 14. You know, it, it it's possible for him to score in the double digits. Is what I'm trying to get at. He can get you that bucket. You know what I mean? Obviously, like. His three-point percentage is down. I believe it's at like 29% or something like that. It's pretty low, which, okay, you know, it's understandable. But, but you know, he's still young. And honestly, with, with the numbers that he can put up like that, the double-digit numbers, honestly, I feel like he can, he, can, he can progress off that, you know? Like, I feel like he could do something with that, and he could become a much better player off that. Yeah, you know, you know what? Let's be blunt. You know, like, we need a 10 spots for Team World, and <laughs> he, we just kind of have to slot him in, you know? Like, I don't want to be yeah. Niseku, but... It's, we just had to put him in just because he's playing. Yeah. It was either him or Bobo. I don't know what you're talking about. Bobo has not been good this season. So. I'm, yo, listen. Bobo in like three years, bro, relax. You see him do that one dunk? The, the, the Vince Carter dunk? Oh, the, the, yeah. The, uh, the <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a rising star, bro. That's a rising star. Uh, hopefully it's small star, yeah. Uh, okay. Oh, um, Austin, let's move on to your next pick. Yeah, right. So... Uh, I got Nikhil Alexander Walker here. Yes, you know, he had a he had oh, a decent yeah. stretch where he had like twenty plus point game performances, but right now he's hovering around ten points, uh, two rebounds, two assists. You know, just all around kind of things. One point three steals a game. Uh, I mean, he's also one of these guys like I just kind of had to put him in just because he's playing. He you know mm-hmm. for injured Lonzo Ball, but I feel like in the future he has some decent potential. He's a uh, he's he's like Shea, was he Shea Gill just Alexander's uh, cousin, right? Cousin, yeah, right. Yeah. And he Wait, so they like call him. him so they call him SGA. So do we call him Nah? Nah, bro. Nah, bro. Nah, bro. Nah, bro. Yeah, but Nikhil Alexander Walker, he kind of plays like SGA in a way. You know, he's a steady guard. He's able to 
play make and he's like what six five so i feel like in the future he has some decent potential as a backup guard you know he's able uh right yeah. now he's shooting not yeah, that no. well but when his shot starts falling you know he's shown the ability to shoot in the mid-range and i feel like he could be a decent backup guard yeah 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 for sure i ha- i actually have him for like future references i i say he can be a potential six man of the year kind because he's been playing take. well in the absence of Lonzo, so I feel like uh, if he's playing well in the starting squad, he can do just as much as a reserve role, you know? Nah, bro. No? <laughs> nah. Nah? Bro. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Uh, I'm just going to say one my my last spot, because you guys pretty much covered I have uh, the Thunder's Theo Maladon. Yeah, so do I. Wow, well, yes. okay. I heard yeah, that a little yeah, bit yeah. of French in your voice. You'll say that again? Oh, right. Wow. Theo Maladon. Oh, my. Jeez. Jeez. But okay. I can't do the, the French, like, or I, I can't do that, though. But... Wait, where are you going to do uh, that in his name, dude? <laughs> Wait, well, Theo Maladon. Okay, like, 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 I can't do that. I can't do that. You got a sense of that. Anyways, <laughs> uh, George Hill's out. This guy's stepping up because they don't have any other point guards. Uh, seven points, two assists, two rebounds. And not bad for a 34th pick. Uh, I feel like uh, if if they choose to if the Thunder choose to trade uh, trade George Hill, he's going to be locked in as a starting point guard for at least the next season or two, and he's been pretty well at it, right? Yeah, yeah. he's been okay. So, he's been okay. Been right. Okay, I mean, as a for a second round pick, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, you know what? You're right. He was a second yeah. round pick. It's pretty impressive. Yeah, so pretty I good. have him as a rising star. Yeah. Okay. And uh, I don't know if you guys have anyone else. That's all I have. Yeah, that's all I have too, man. This is a yeah. tough list to, to put it's, together. It's a tough list. It's a tough list. I don't know, man. Team World's lacking a bit. But... Just a little bit, this series. Just a little bit. But uh, the other side's not lacking at all. Team USA no. is pretty... St- I had so many uh, cuts, actually. Yeah, so did I, man. It, it's, it was I a tough list to so make. so many cuts. Like, I couldn't... I, it was crazy. I couldn't... <laughs> Can include them all. AJ, let's start with you. Alright, listen. Honestly, like, look. There's two people that I specifically didn't add just because, like, you already know. Like, Zion and Jop. I didn't mm-hmm. add them just because, like, it's kind of obvious, like, what what do you want me to say about them? You know what I mean? Like, there's, like, everything's out there for them. Like, they're just amazing, you know? So I didn't put them in just because, like, I feel like it'd be too easy of an answer. You know? Mm-hmm. So instead... Um, I'm gonna tell you about my my guy, Tyler Hero. Okay. All right. So obviously, like I think the the biggest part of his game is his three point shot. Obviously, mm. right? I think right this season he's averaging like 17 points. Yeah. Yes. And obviously he's still shooting amazing from three. The thing that I love about Tyler Hero though is his confidence. Like yo, he he was a rookie making these clutch shots against, like, like the 76ers, you know what I mean? Yeah, oh, like, the, the, the Embiid steal? Yeah, dude, like, you yeah, know what I mean? Like, as a, yo, he's confident, like, very confident for a rookie. You don't see that a lot, honestly. Like, usually, like, you know, you'll want, like, like someone like Jimmy Butler taking the last shot. But, dude, like, yo, he's not afraid to do that. He's not afraid to take these shots. Like, he's not afraid to play like that, you know what I mean? Yeah, and that I love that about him. He backs up that confidence. And you said 17 yeah. points a game. It's also six rebounds and four assists. I mean, with yeah, I was going to say that too. Yeah, yeah. Of the lineup, I mean, he's really stepping up and he's looking pretty he's decent this good. year. Yeah, he's a lot for, for Rising Stars. I mean, he has to yeah. be. He's like, definitely. Good. Yeah, he's a Rising Star in my mind. Like, it's starting lineup for me. But uh, do you guys remember, uh, like, 
the uh, start of the season, James Harden rumors and whatnot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the, apparently a lot of the Heat fans and even the Miami Heat themselves weren't willing to trade Hero. Was, was something like that? They tripping. I don't. I don't think that was. I don't. Don't say Ryan. I would. I would have included him in a deal for Harden. You would have. I would have. Okay. If it's, it's a win now situation for Miami, if uh, Butler's 30, 31 soon, uh, I just personally don't see that many opportunities opening up, especially with such a competitive East now. Yeah, there's no need to be a hesitance in there, dude. Uh, if it, if I had Harden on the phone and he wants to come, I would trade for him immediately, man. I mean, he's he's an MVP caliber player. You see what he's doing in yeah. Brooklyn. He could be doing the same thing here in Miami. I mean, people think he's just a scorer, ISO, ISO, ball hog. No, he's not. He's a playmaker, too. He's one of the best passers mm-hmm. in the league, if not the yeah. best. And I feel like Miami could have really used that. Yeah, and uh, with them, with their fans being like, no, Tyler Hero's better. I, like, I just, I'm sorry, he's not better as of right now, but uh, he is an up-and-coming, uh, up-and-rising star. So uh, Miami ha- Miami fans, you got you got hope, but I would have traded him for Harden. I was Pat Riley. If I was Pat Riley, yeah. That's okay. Yeah. Uh, Austin, let's move on to your next point. Yeah, I got my boy MPJ coming in at small forward. Yes, you know, sir. Mr. Mr. Anti-Vax himself. Uh, you know, 60 <laughs> points a game. As of late, he's not been getting as much minutes. He's been capped around 20 minutes. I think it's because of some, uh, you know, personality issues or something. You know, he has a... I'm, I'm not sure what's really going on behind the scenes with him and the coach, but that's what's been rumored going on. But when he has played earlier in the season, he's not, he's been playing out of his mind, you know, and he's he is an upcoming star. He's kind of the definition of a rising star and he deserves him out of here mm, i i i forgot about mpj man oh man really he yo, yeah, I, on, you told man. us to do I, our research okay ryan <laughs> i forgot about MPJ, okay man. but but then i'm just gonna i'm gonna say it again denver's a boring city ryan Ooh. how could you how could hey. you say that man You've been dissing my. You did. You've been dissing Indiana. You've been dissing Utah. Never. Point another. Denver's a boring city. Bogus. Dang. It's bogus. I would never. I would never talk about cities like that. You know, Denver's <laughs> a really, a really fun city. They're one of the most Denver, fun teams. Denver, Denver is literally mountains. You know Utah what? was kind of mountains. Denver's literally mountains. You know what, Ryan? How about you tell that to the to the Denver fans? See what they say. Honestly. Hey, let me tell you yeah. something, Ryan. Let me tell you something real quick. What, what, what? I remember before this call, I remember I told you about Andre Iguodala in 2K13, how he was a walking bucket. You know what team he was oh, on? He was on Denver. Denver. He was on Denver, bro. Eat that, Ryan. Don't sleep. Eat that, Ryan. Come on, man. Don't sleep. Come on, man. Man, man I'm moving on to the next guy. Yeah, that's going to be not quiet, dude. You got nothing to say, dude. Denver's man, I'm moving on to the next city, guy. Bro. PJ Washington of Charlotte. <laughs> okay, yeah. 12.7 rebounds, 3 assists. Let's talk about him. This guy's been an important piece in their Charlotte rotation, and with them being 6th in the East, which I did not predict at all. Because uh, I, I did. I did. Yeah, I, I know you did, which uh, makes me look bad now. But he'll be... Uh, he's, he's, a, he's a great guy on the team, being able to stretch the floor and play in the paint. I think he'll be a quality starting forward from now on. Yeah, you know, he's one of these highlight players, catches lobs, he can shoot threes. He's kind of like John Collins' light in a way. I guess he's turning into that kind of guy for Charlotte. Dang. Mm-hmm. John Collins' light. That's what's, what's wrong with that, man? I mean, he's like a nah, nah. John Collins. I read it. I read it, it is what it is, though. You know, he's not going to be as good as John Collins. You know, let's be honest. 
but he could be okay. a, a type of player that that is like that. You know, he's he's good on the pick and roll, good on the pick and pop. Not that great of a defender, let's say, but you know, he still has some decent potential. Yeah, I agree. Okay, fine, fine, fine. All right, AJ, let's see your next guy. All right, listen, one more time, I'm gonna tell you, like, probably gonna disagree, but listen, just hear me out on this, all right? Andre, Kobe, Dup- no, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kobe White. All right, on the Bulls. Okay. Um. Honestly, in his rookie year, to me, like, I feel like, obviously, he didn't have, like, the most amazing, like, start. I mean, he was good. He was good. Don't get it twisted. Like, obviously, mm-hmm. he was playing for the Bulls and stuff like that. I think he was uh, playing for, like, what, 20-plus minutes a game last year. He's a solid point guard, all right? That's what I'm trying to tell you. He's averaging, like, 15, 4, and 5, or 15, 5, and 5, something like that, right? And honestly, like, to me, he's a solid contributor on the Bulls. He's a solid point guard. You know, like, when he starts, like, he, he plays good. You know what I mean? Good scoring potential. He's athletic. Honestly, like I feel like the Bulls found a good point guard in him, and you know, mm-hmm. yeah. Honestly, so he's playing with Zach Levine, you know. And Zach Levine's yep. like a walking bucket right now. Holy yep. smokes! I mean, you would know <laughs> like, he's on your team. Yeah, yo, I love Zach Levine. <laughs> yeah, too, man. He's one of the he's one of the players I love too. But so yeah Kobe, yeah, Kobe White has been struggling a bit. I would say. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. which I I did have him on initially, but after yes, uh, like. Like yesterday or the day before, I took him off in favor of another guy. Let's see. Uh, I've uh, the New York Knicks Emmanuel quickly. Oh, interesting. Yeah, okay. and I feel like he's, even though he's not putting up the same numbers as Kobe White, he's been a spark off the bench for New York. Uh, okay. I'm gonna dub him the floater king because that's literally all he does. Yep. Yep, and um, he, you can consider him one of the best steals of the draft. Uh, 12, 12 points, 2-2. Two two. Uh, he's become a go-to guy for them, like like I said, off the bench. I can see him making an all-star appearance like once or twice in the future, but as of right now, he's in a good spot. He's in a good spot. Uh, good, uh, good point guy off the bench. Um, rising star for me. No, yeah, and I got to say, you I know, agree. Emmanuel Cookley coming off the bench for the Knicks, I feel like at some point in the season, he might take up for Peyton Strong's spot if Tim Thibodeau could, or Tom Thibodeau had some eyes, you know, and see what they have in Emmanuel Quickly. I mean, in these, in these like, 20 minutes he gets, I mean, he gets a lot of points, and he's a decent, you know, ball handler on, in the pick and roll. He yeah. can throw lobs as well. Yeah. I feel like in the future, even in, in, in this next month, you know, before the, the All-Star games, you know, happen, I feel like he could, you know, slide into... A decent role for the Knicks. Mm. I just, yeah, I totally agree with that. I, I like his game. It's all floaters. True, sure, it's yeah. all floaters. He's a floater god, yo. Yo, Austin knows. Back in elementary, that's all I did. That, yeah. Floaters? I'll be honest, bro. Did you shoot floaters and it would just like brick off the side of the backboard? <laughs> I'm like, no, I don't care if it brick though. I would just, I would just shoot them all day. That's true. That's yo, true. y'all play, y'all play ball with Asmin, right? Yeah. yeah. Have you seen his floater? Yeah, hell yeah. His floater is dirty. Crazy. Holy. His floater is dirty. It's Every time nasty. I play it, man, he has a dirty floater. <laughs> Holy. His shot's pretty good, too, though. His shot's disgusting, too, man. Bro, Asmund's a nasty player. Yeah, he, he can get a bucket, too. Okay, okay, but let's, let's not talk about too much about Asmund. <laughs> the listeners don't know about Asmund. <laughs> you're right, Austin's, you're right. Austin spoiled about him last week already. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, Austin, Austin, let's hear your next pick. 
Alright, so for my next pick, you know, I gotta put in LaMelo. I mean, you know, his yep. shooting spurts aren't the greatest. Obviously, obviously. But, yeah, the impact he has on the floor is, is just something you can't really teach, you know. 12 points a game, 6 assists, 6 rebounds. I mean, he, he's pretty much a lock for this. Uh, for, this for the rookie of the year, game. right? You would think you think he's a lock? Actually, he might. He has a narrative going for him. He, he's not a lock. He's a favorite. He's, he's, he's yeah. He's a heavy. He's favorite. a favorite for rookie of the year. So. He is a heavy favorite. And yeah, he, and uh, he plays like a rising star. Oh, you know, it's just yeah, it's he's, what it he's is. definitely a rising star. <laughs> Big part to why the Hornets are in the sixth spot. The mellow ball. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm surprised Austin didn't mention him yet, though. Uh, DeAndre Hunter. You didn't give me a chance. <laughs> oh, I didn't give you a chance. I, I really thought you would have said him, like, first off the bat. I was going off the, off the list, dude. I was going off the list, man. <laughs> uh, uh, mind if I take this? Yeah, go ahead. All right. Uh, like you said before, 17 points, 5 rebounds, 2 assists. He's a dark horse in the most improved race. Uh, team is currently 7th in the East. And even though everyone does look at Trey Young and John Collins on the offense, I think everyone's... No one's not giving too much credit to Hunter for his improvements in the field goal percentage. He uh, last last year he scored like forty one percent from the field. This this year he went up by ten percent, and that's you, you know that's crazy on its own. Um, to me, uh, in the future he's he's going to be like uh, how C J McCollum is to Damian Lillard. He's going to be he's going to be that for Trey Young kind of, Whoa. and uh, he's a very reliable second option, uh, rising star for sure. You know, let, let's yeah. hold let's hold the horses there, right? I don't think he's a reliable second option. You know, these these numbers have to come down to earth at some point. But for now, he is looking really, really good. Well, I'm predicting in the future he's going to be very consistent. You know, yeah, he'll be he'll be consistent. But I don't think he's a CJ McCollum. I mean, come on, Ryan, it's a bit too future, much. Come on, future, come on, future, come on, seven points a game. Come on, no way, no. He can shot. do it. No shot, Ryan. Give him, give him three years. Give him three years. I'll give him three years. He's out of the league. Dang. Oh, no, I'm, I'm playing. I'm playing. This, this guy had such high hopes for him. Oh, yeah. I was wow. the one that brought him up. Because he's, he ain't no CJ. He ain't no CJ. I'm like Shaq over here hating, dude. Bro, bro, that's what everyone said about CJ. Like, this guy was having like two two points. And this guy went up to like bro. 21 points the next bro, season. Dude, so. dude DeAndre's averaging like 17. You know, he, he the most I could see is like 23, 24-ish, maybe. But in his role with with Boy Bogdan out, you know he he kind of gets this 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 run. But once Bogdan comes back, once Galinari really gets into the rotation, his his numbers might dip a bit. But but rising star for sure. Yeah yeah definitely definitely. Yeah, yeah. Okay all right okay. Uh, I was we got that. Uh, who wants to go? AJ, you want to go next? Yeah, I got you. I got you. All right. Next up, I got a James Wiseman from Golden mm-hmm. State. Um, obviously, okay, he's averaging like 12 and 6 right now. Honestly, I like, I think that's, that's pretty all right, you know? It's pretty good. Obviously, like, right now, he's, he's a, little, a little slow start, but I think he, I still think he's playing solid. I think he was the youngest Golden State player to score, what was it, like 25 or something? 25 plus, something like that. Mm-hmm. Right? So that's amazing. But this is the thing I like about James Wiseman being on Golden State. The fact that Draymond is on Golden State and has he's been, like, mentoring him on court and like just teaching him himself on court like there's so much to learn from that you know what i mean yeah and i yeah. feel like his ability to develop in golden state is like really like hot just because like golden state itself it's it's a good franchise you know what i mean yeah like i like look anthony edwards is good but the fact but like minnesota 
You know what I mean? As a franchise, it's kind of. Yeah, I mean, and, who's and, teaching and, him? Rubio? Like, yeah. Is it Rubio teaching him? I mean, that's kind of sad. Man. It is. Yeah. Right. Uh, it's a little, yeah. you know. But yeah. however, like with James Wiseman being on Golden State, that's a different story to me. Yeah, uh, I mean? definitely. Big facts. Big different. facts. You see all those Instagram clips of Draymond just like, but you weren't there, but you weren't there. Like, yeah. that's teaching. It's not. He's giving good feedback. Like, he's teaching yeah. him how to play at an NBA level. And exactly, Wiseman for sure is going to be the Warriors' uh, center uh, moving moving forward. Yeah, definitely. Yep, uh, rising star in my mind. Oh yeah. Austin, let's move on to your you next know, one. Yeah, you know, I actually didn't have. James Wise is on my Rising Stars list, which is it's pretty surprising. I feel like two guys kind of beat him out, and one of those guys is Keldon Johnson for the Spurs. You know, he's coming to this Ooh. season. He's their, oh, star- true. He's their starting power forward. Okay. He's putting okay. up pretty decent numbers all around the board. 14 points a game, 7 rebounds, 2 assists, almost a steal a game. He's, he's been looking really good for them. High energy kind of guy as well. And I think he was their 29th pick a few years ago. And, you know, of course, you know, the Spurs, they always develop their guys really well. And he's turned to a really, really decent starter for them so far. Yeah, I'm assuming, AJ, you forgot about him. No, I definitely forgot. I have, I have some other people, though, that... Y'all yeah, I do, have other people. Up, I do have other people. But... Yeah, I did forget about it, though. I did forget about it, though. I won't lie. Yeah, and I'll mention <laughs> my, my, my next guy real quick uh, before you guys go. Darius mm-hmm. Garland for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Now, yeah. he has yeah. played only 14 games uh, due to a, a shoulder injury, but in the games he did play, 43% from three, 46% from the field, 90% from the free throw line, 16 points a game, five assists. Yeah, he is really, really good this year, and it might just be a hot start, but, I mean, you know, if he didn't get injured, I don't see it dropping that far. You know, him being the secondary option be- beside uh, Colin Sexton. And yeah. I feel like he definitely deserves a nod for the right stars. Yeah. Gar- Garland made it for me, but uh, because of injury, I decided to move him off. So he didn't make it for you? Uh, I have him in the injury, injury part. So it's yeah. kind of like my CJ McCollum. Yeah, you uh, and your injury week. spots, huh? Okay, dude. <laughs> hey, if you don't like your injury spots, I can take them out next year in fantasy. <laughs> okay, dude. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, okay. Uh... Allow you me. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go oh, ahead. Go are you sure? Ahead. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, I'm good. Nah, no, screw that. Let me go. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, Austin. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm playing. AJ, go uh, ahead. Yeah, um, Cole Anthony. I don't know about you guys, but like, I, I honestly like, I don't, I, I kind of like his game, man. Like, I like it. Like, uh, for the Magic, like, you know, come on. 11, 4, and 3, something like that. Not afraid to take his shots in the clutch, like against uh, the game winner. You guys saw that game yep. winner? I saw, we saw that. We all Come on, man. He's agile, he's athletic. Like, he knows He knows the game, obviously. Yeah, and, like, I kind of uh, forgot about him. Yeah. No, and let's not forget that he is replacing uh, my uh, my initial most improved player in Markel Fultz. He, oh, he's, yes. he's been stepping up ever yes. since Fultz went down with the ACL. Yeah. And yeah, he he's been he pretty impressive. Up, I yeah. wouldn't be surprised to see him. Yeah. Yeah, man. So I got I got to put him in my rising stars. I had to I had to take yo had to get to that one before like just in case you know one of y'all had like, <laughs> I got to take that one, man. I got to put that guy there. All right, that, that's what sucks. I have um, I know he hasn't been out to the best start, but I do have Anthony Edwards. He's a number one pick. It's understandable. Yeah, he's a number one pick. I mean, we can talk about Anthony Bennett, but. Um, 13, no, we don't. Thirteen have to. points, 
three rebounds, two assists. I know he hasn't been putting first overall numbers, but uh, I wouldn't say that Ant-Man isn't a future star, right? He's not as efficient as I hoped he would be, but he has proven he can score. I mean, it's uh, Minnesota, leading, Yeah, he's leading all the rookies in scoring with 13 points. Uh, but he's also not efficient because he's on track to be the second player in history with a usage rate above 25 and a PR below 10, which is... Ugh. God damn! Yeah, that's, yeah. that's terrible. But I can see him as a future good second option, third option for a playoff team. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I guess I can I can respect that. That's yeah. Fine. So yeah, Anthony Edwards does make it for me, but I can see why if you guys don't include him. Yeah. And one more guy I want to mention real quick. He's he's the last guy on my list. You know, you guys mentioned James Wiseman, Anthony Edwards, Emmanuel Quickly. I mean, where's the love for Tyrese Halliburton? Tyrese Halliburton. Yeah. Y'all have him too. <laughs> I have yeah, him. He's my last guy. <laughs> 11 points, 42% from three. And, you know, my, the stats aside, on the court, he's really, really important for them. You know, he plays a lot of decent defense. Uh, he's 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 a high-energy guy as well. You know, you've seen him last game. I think he hit a three. He looked at the other team's bench and started taunting. I mean, this is the kind of stuff you want to see from your rookies, you know. And, of course, five assists, three rebounds. He, he does it all on the court. You know, he's, he's an anomaly. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying, if Sacramento didn't have him, he'd, they'd probably be, like, dead last, even worse than Minnesota. Oh, no, no, too far, too far. Bro, I'm just saying, Sacramento has not been good the last few seasons. That is true, but, I mean, come on, Fox, you know, Bagley, I guess, Holmes, you know, I mean, they're better than Rubio, Edwards, and Okogi. Like, I mean, Minnesota, I mean, they, they have to be the I worst mean, in the Minnesota league. has established all-stars at yeah, the same and, time. And, and they're Whereas, all, they're Sacramento all-stars. has no... Sacramento has what a three-point champion in Buddy Hield. Ryan, do you think DeAndre Russell is better than De'Aaron Fox? As of right now, no, no way. Even but before, he, I don't. Th- I don't but Delo has carried the the Nets before, so I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised. Yo. Man, if Fox was there, he would do the same thing. Mm, but he wasn't there. <laughs> hey, that's true. That's true. I'll, I'll eat All right, uh, <laughs> you guys have anyone else on uh, for uh, Team USA? Yeah, I mean, I have snubs if if you wanna. Go to that. Sure, let's hear them. Let's hear them. I mean, do you guys have snubs? I want to ask real quick. Nah, you guys pretty much covered all my guys. All right, so a few snubs I want to go to. Isaiah Roby for the Thunder, Darius Baisley mm-hmm. for the Thunder, Bane Pritchard for the Celtics, and Cameron Johnson from the Suns. So I don't want to go too in-depth with them, but I just want to mention that they, they were also on my radar. Uh, I feel like the only other one on my radar was like Cam Reddish. Not true. Cam Reddish, yeah. Him yeah, too. I feel like he was he was another one that was on my radar. He's pretty he's he's pretty solid too. I was that, thinking like, like Kevin Werder the whole time, but I was like, eh, not Ke- really. Kevin Werder? Wait, was he drafted twenty nineteen? I have no idea, honestly. No, I, think he, I think he's like a twenty eighteen kind of. I, I thought he was. 2018. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. I I don't know. Uh, I'm I'm a check right now. Now you but, slide, uh, I, I bet you I bet you a million dollars he wasn't drafted twenty nineteen. I don't have a million dollars, but I'll sure. bet you, I'll bet you a junior chicken. He wasn't just. I was about to say, bet him a junior chicken. Man. <laughs> I was about to say. Kevin Porter. Uh, I guarantee. Twenty eighteen, yes, sir. Damn right. Twenty eighteen, yeah. Bro, I'm gonna just do a Photoshop real quick and change it to twenty nineteen. Uh, get your ass out of here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, and you guys, uh, uh, I'm just gonna ask on a final question. Do you guys think any of these will become future MVPs or? Like outstanding guys. It's an on the spot question, right? Yeah. Zion died. Yeah. Zion died. <laughs> Zion, Zion MPJ, MPJ. Come on. 
MPG. Oh, really, bro? If he gets traded to like a bum team for like a three and D guy, and he gets like that number one option kind of role, like I could see it. So he's gonna turn Minnesota around. Yeah, you know, trade. I mean, yeah, a Kogi and a first <laughs> for MPJ. You know who's this number? Bro, that's a doo doo trade. Yeah, that's a. Sh- come on, I mean, come on, like MPJ. You know, do you guys not think that he has like MVP potential? He has like all NBA first team potential. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. All NBA, all NBA. I don't know about MVP. So y'all think Zion? Right y'all think Zion can be MVP? Bro, Zion's been impressed, mad impressed. Yeah, man. Twenty four nah. points. Nah. Twenty four points. I'm and, sleeping, uh, dude. He's, you know saying, bro, he's not the best guy on his team, dude. I mean, he's playing beside Ingram. I think Ingram is better than Zion. I'm just saying, if you if you're scoring 24 points as a second option, that that deserves That's credit. impressive, dude. Bro, listen, That's listen, impressive. listen. If I was seven foot, like 260, I would just stand the paint and Zion won't do nothing. Zion dude, won't do nothing. Dude, Zion hate. Bro, I know, right? Bro, Yo, I, mean, I love Austin, Zion. Austin, Austin has uh, flashbacks of uh, Hall of Fame brick wall, so uh, uh, just watch. <laughs> See, look, if you're not if you're not rocking with Zion becoming MVP, then honestly, like John Morant. Yeah. True, yeah, Jumbo too. He's the True. first option Jumbo as well. Yeah, he's the he's the floor general roll credits. No man, don't don't ever do that. We could <laughs> we could roll credits at the start of the episode when when AJ mentioned Chris Paul. That was the perfect time. Yo, rewind that real quick. Yeah, so AJ, uh, how did you get into basketball and who's your favorite player? Oh, is he asking this right now? Yeah, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, he's really right. asking this right now. How did I get into basketball? Who's my favorite player? Yeah. Listen, as a kid, you know, like, that was just, it was that recess, you know what I'm saying? That's how I got on basketball. Like, that's what we do at recess. Someone bring a basketball to school, they had the nuts up, and that was that. Like, I was trash for, like, the first couple <laughs> years, obviously. You got to start somewhere. I was, like, what, grade four, grade five? Like, I could barely shoot, like, like, what, like, five feet away from the basket, you know what I'm saying? I was pretty new. You know, obviously, you progress, but I'm just saying, that's where I started, you know, elementary school, recess, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, yeah, favorite Favorite player? I love. I love my. Uh, can I swear? I've never asked that. No, uh, we try to. We try to limit it, no, but son, uh, don't swear. I swear well a few times it. already. Well, uh, well. I have. I have one word. Just one. I go ahead. Go ahead. Like for a favorite player. Like I have two favorite players. I just mentioned one, but like I have two technically. I'll tell you the first one and the second one. My first one, obviously, it's gotta go with a uh, my favorite asshole, Chris Paul. Yo. He's a floor general. All right, roll, roll credits. credits. And there we go. Thank you guys for watching. Uh, to see you next week. Yeah, AJ finish. The, oh, what? <laughs> AJ just finished. <laughs> Who's your second player? Who's, Who's my second? second oh, shoot. Yo, Zach Levine, dog. <laughs> ah. I really I thought mean... he would have said Andre Godala. This, is, nah, this guy drafted him. Nah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, All right, yeah, respects, respects. All right. And with that, <laughs> we're going to conclude the episode here right now. Thank you guys for tuning in this this week. Um, uh, what I, I, man, I don't know how to end it off, Austin. Uh, AJ, huh? End it off for us, man. Yo, end it off for you. I got you, Doug. All right, listen, ready? Ready? I got you. All right. Thanks for listening to these this week's episode of uh, Floor Generals Podcast. You know, thank you to our special guest, myself, AJ Lino. And uh, I'd like to thank uh, Ryan and Austin for having me today. It was an honor. And, you know, uh, I'd love to come on again if y'all ever like want me on this again. Like, I'd love to. It was an honor coming on here. <laughs> Had a lot of fun, you know. But, uh, yeah.
This is great. <laughs> Sounds good. And you know All what? Right, guys. I'll, I'll do the real outro real quick. Thank you guys for listening. I want to thank our special guest today, AJ Lennon. He was he was a great add to the pod, and yeah, thank you. It was a great pod, you know, decent research, good stats, and I guess we'll see you next week. See you guys later. All right, take care, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.